Welcome to the J&J Connection Podcast. I'm Jesse. And I'm Jordan. Today, we will be joined by our friends, Brandon and Jordan. Hey, what's up? And we're going to talk about their podcast, The Secret Spice of Life. Stay Stay tuned. tuned. Fact of the day, you cannot disprove the Matrix. There is no scientific way to know... Wait... Let me restart there that. There is no scientific way to know. Wow, <laughs> God. This is how I know it. <laughs> there is no scientific way known to man to completely disprove that we are not all objects inside of a computer simulation. Um, and then I just pretty much copied and pasted all of this. Pretty, pretty trippy to realize that we all. You know what? Let's just talk about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to read all are you, that. Are you sure? <laughs> well, I mean. We could all live inside of the uh, inside of a simulation. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't disagree. Well, with that. E- Elon Musk said that it's like more, more possible that we do than we don't. I think he said one time. Mm-hmm. I I saw this. I saw when you were gonna put this in this morning, and I just, I was trying to think of something to, to disprove this, and I'm just, I can't. Uh, yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> it's, you can't disprove it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this reminds me of the uh, conspiracy theory video where I, I don't know if it made it in or not, but um, you were talking about, you know, you could just keep on asking why. And the, even though the answer gets more and more complex, it's still valid to ask the question. Right. And it reminds me about a story of a guy who um, this guy was giving a um, lecture on the birth of the universe. And the guy who comes up to him afterward and says, that's all great. But I think it's baloney. Um, we all live on a giant turtle. And <laughs> he says, well, so what is that turtle on top of? And uh, Another big says, turtle. <laughs> Easy, just another big turtle. And he says, well, and then he, the other guy says, well, I'm going to stop you right there. It's turtles all the way down. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Brandon Jordan, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having us, guys. Thanks for being on. Uh, so, do you guys think we could possibly live in a simulation? Um, I think it's highly possible. I mean, like, there, I just like you guys said, there's no way to really disprove it. So, I mean, like, I mean, like, we could. There could be a, du- a bunch of different simulations going on. Like, we're living. Uh, you guys watch Rick and Morty at all? Yes. By chance? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but like how they have all the different like um, like universes on there, all the different Ricks and Mortys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There could be something like that going on if you think about it. Right. I was reading an article whenever yeah. I was first thought of this because originally we had kind of a more boring fact of the day on here, and I was like, I want something that's just kind of like <laughs> trippy a little bit. Spicy, yeah. if you will. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but, um, no, it was just saying, like, it, this, it's a simulation hypothesis, and um, it, people were starting to talk about how it just becomes, like, another religion, and how the creator of the simulation is God. And I was like, this is going too deep for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we're, we're getting close to the point where we can create VR stuff and be in a whole other mm-hmm. world. It's just making it better graphics and better detail yeah like who says that they're not going to make something that's like a device that anybody can buy like an iphone and you can just have like your own little simulation of a world imagine like 
like that's probably like what we're living in if anything like we just advance our technology so much to where like entertainment is making like another world or something like that right Mm -hmm. well it's like yeah what if you just get a computer to run a really good version of the sims and it's basically (laughs) exactly yeah 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 i feel like when like quantum computing like finally takes off and has like a purpose like that's like they can probably create a matrix like with that (laughs) <laughs> and the farther we go on in our own reality, the more it seems yeah. like we're in a simulation. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> so. so speaking of life, you guys have a podcast that's called The Secret Spice of Life. Why don't you tell us about it? <laughs> well, uh, we started at what? Like, I think we're a year and a half in yeah, now. Yeah, we're, we're okay. August is like our two-year mark, soon. Yeah, so we're mm-hmm. about a year and a half in. And um, like we started it because, like, I mean honestly we just wanted something to talk about or they just wanted to like voice our ideas and stuff like that to others but um once we got into it we started having interviews like we had with you guys last week where we uh interview people that are doing things that they uh that they enjoy doing like something maybe not working like uh like office job or something like that but starting their own business or starting their own podcast something like that that they really love doing and we have them on for interviews to uh to kind of give people information on how to start their own business or things like that, or just give them an idea of something that they can do with their life. And that's kind of what we've been doing for the last year and a half. We've went off with the uh, interviews for a little while, but we're starting to get back into it again. Yeah. And also, I mean, I feel like everybody has like a unique perspective on life. So um, like we're twin brothers, like there's other twins out there, but like, I feel like us as twins, as like brothers in like this specific point, like we have different point of views, especially because we just like graduated college. We're kind of early in life. Uh So you you, you see like a lot of things going on and you're trying to figure everything out. So like, and you meet like a lot of interesting people on the way, especially like in your twenties is apparently when you meet the most people in your life from like, I think it's like grade school till you're like 25 or 28 or something like that. It's usually like the cutoff yeah i i've heard like i've heard like a crazy stat like that no like you meet like the most people like in your life and like you're really early in life so that's when you make the most friends like after a certain point you don't like think about it. you're not like going to a lot of like public areas and making like a lot of new friends especially so, like, now yeah especially <laughs> now yeah especially now yeah yeah but like <clears throat> you meet like a lot of interesting people on the way and i think um just like talk like me and jordan talk about like some really interesting topics like just like off the mic like not even like doing this and i i think that like some of those topics we feel like we should share and like just think if other people have like different perspectives and like would like to discuss things like that because i don't know it's just fun to talk to different people right yeah well it's funny you say uh you know i'm a big fan of like trying to extract um life experience even at you know, we're only 25 or uh, in our mid 20s. And mm-hmm. but we I, I feel like um, there's a lot of wisdom to be had uh, just being this age. And with you saying, uh, you know, you, you end up meeting a lot of people. It definitely uh, makes me think on my life now. And I've definitely talked to so many more people and I'm trying to get things started uh, to uh, support my future. And it's like I, I found I find that sharing that experience is extremely valuable and uh I think we'll talk about it a little later, but yeah, you hit on some uh, important notes, I think. Yeah, and I mean, like us, we listen to like different people's podcasts before we started. We listen to like the Joe Rogan podcast, and we like, especially like us getting in the podcast makes you want to listen to other podcasts, because what do you listen to, the Pat McAfee show? Yeah, Yeah, Pat McAfee, he's like from Pittsburgh. Mm. But uh, like just hearing like these different people's perspectives on different points in their lives, like, I don't know, do you guys listen to the Joe Rogan podcast? Yes. (laughs) I listen to a few, yeah. 
Yeah, he's like he's like at like he's like in a good part of his life to where he's like looks back on his life like in his younger days and can admit like where he made mistakes and stuff like that. And it's like cool like hearing his guests talk about like similar things, like but having their own individual experience. And like I feel like that's what everybody's podcast is like. Pat McAfee, he does like sports and stuff like that, but he also like travels and tra- he's trying to be like a huge like sportscaster right now. But he played in the NFL, so he already mm-hmm. had like a big following at first. But it's just like cool to see and like hear about like these different people's perspectives, like uh, on like completely different ends of the spectrum, like either like financially or like like in in, in like depending on your environment and stuff like that. It kind of shows like how people grow differently, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. So, who who is Brandon and who is Jordan as individuals? So we know, like we, we you guys said you're twins. So just to like give the listeners a little more information, who who is Brandon and who is Jordan? <laughs> well, uh, I'm Jordan and I'm like kind of a sports nut. So that's kind of the like uh, like half of our podcast. Brandon Brandon likes to do the more like um, like what do you like to do? Talk about more on the podcast. More, I, I like yeah. music. Hey, okay, Brandon likes music more on the podcast, and I do like the sports side of the podcast more. So. Like, I love to watch, like, pretty much any type of sport. I can watch, uh, I mean, like, I even love to watch curling, if that's, like, something that <laughs> that most people don't watch. But, like, I'll sit there and watch anything. Like, nowadays, it's tough for me because there's really nothing on TV at all. Mm. So, um, uh, I mean, like, that's kind of what I love doing. I love to play video games. Uh, I mean, when we could go outside, I like to go out and hang out with my friends at, like, you know, like, bars and restaurants and stuff like that. Um, but sports is pretty much the number one thing for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm Brandon. I'm the smarter twin. Um, so, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm more like a, a doer. So like, I can't really like sit and watch stuff. I have like a short attention span like that. Like if I, when I was in school, I was like bored all the time unless it was gym class. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like that guy who just likes to go and do things. I like to play sports when I can. Like even if it's like indoor or something like that, I like to play like basketball and soccer. But like. Uh, I also like to go to the gym and like train, but like if I try to watch like a TV show, I like struggle with that. But I still enjoy watching TV. I just can't watch it for like a long time. But um, yeah, I, I like I, I'm like I do personal training and stuff like that. So um, I have like clients at the manage and stuff, and I like to talk about that sometimes, like how to bring like either health or like fitness or like dieting or something like that or like good nutrition into your life really like changes your life for the better so i think we may have touched that on that like a couple times through the podcast and that's like one of my more favorites along with like music so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right so you were talking about it before you were uh saying you just uh you wanted to share some perspectives and with your interviews uh share the perspective of other people and uh so i want to get a sense of you know what what is the ideal putting out your podcast your ideal sense of fulfillment that you can derive from the podcast what does that look like for you um because i just want to preface this with a little bit of what we're trying to do um we also started the podcast we sort of number one we didn't have a whole lot to do so we're just yeah uh taking some time to have some fun but um uh we started the podcast mostly because i I watch a lot of news and me- media, and uh, there's a lot of just bickering and going back and forth and talking uh, past each other. And like the Joe Rogan podcast, a lot of you, it's interesting to see what people have to say if given just a long amount of time to riff on something or just have a conversation. Because what you find out whenever you sit down and interview 
real life people is that they are real life people and not just these weird talk talking heads that just exist to make the other side angry and so i i really value uh trying to get an idea for the individual and seeing content like that makes me happy so i just want to put more of that into the world and jesse uh if you oop, that was weird uh but if you want if you, <laughs> you said my name yeah <laughs> fact, if, you said <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we, we never i don't i don't think we talked said said that and your guys' podcast, but we rarely say each other's actual names. Yeah, I think you told us at the beginning that you call each other buddy all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's weird? He, he just called me Jesse, and I was like, oh, that's what's weird. <laughs> Is that my name? <laughs> yeah, but, buddy, what, uh, you wanted to share a little bit also of what you what what your ideal podcast looks like. Well, I mean, we're kind of doing what my ideal podcast looks like. We're still getting used to doing it but um yeah i just want to like find a way to entertain people this is somewhat of a challenge for me like for me because i like to entertain i'm a big fan of like physical comedy Mm -hmm. so acting and brandon you know because we had uh that one business class with dr store when (laughs) i just kind of went 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 off in that class yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i I stopped caring and i swore swore in front of her which was a big deal to me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I like entertaining people, so this is a different medium to try to do that and make. I want to make people feel something in some way, and hopefully, like in doing this, I'm able to bring a smile to someone's face. And I know that sounds really corny, but I want. To, I'd like to make somebody smile at least once, once, uh, once they listen to this. And I'm also want to get that sweet podcast money. So, <laughs> yeah. Most importantly. yeah. For sure. <laughs> no, but I, I think that's a good point with making people smile. That's like that's a big thing. Like a lot of people, especially in this time, you're trapped inside your houses, and people with um with mental health issues like depression and stuff like that can't maybe can't go out and experience things that they want to to keep them happy and stuff. So that's a good thing to uh to want to give to people. But um like for our podcast um. Like I'm, I'm a person that doesn't really like working for other people. I mean, I, I it's not like that. I just don't like people. It's just like, I kind of want to um, do things for, I do things that I want to do and not do things to help other people make money and stuff. I like, I don't know how to say it, but um, like I don't want to work for like a big boss man all the time. I kind of want to work and just do things that I want to do. But um, so with this podcast, what we were trying to do is like um like give people a perspective like you said and just help them do those things like start their own business or start their own podcast and be able to make money in their own ways instead of having to work in like everyday nine to five job or something like that so that gives me fulfillment thinking that we can help others and uh help them get on a uh, path to kind of create their own income instead of having to uh work for others their entire life and maybe not retire until they're in their 60s or, or close to 70 years old so um yeah maybe maybe i mean if we're helping even just a few people that's fulfillment for me yeah and uh the branch off that I, I think that like anything we talk about like we try to put something in that it's like either like a positive message or and maybe like tips or like advice that we've like learned along the way and like in our early life that could help people like within younger stages of their life that we've already been through and maybe even if it's like a tip or like any piece of like advice that would help them like make their life just a little bit better or like put a smile on their face like we like to provide entertainment and stuff like that like when we talk about music and like arts like that so 
they uh i just feel like um we we just try to improve somebody's life even like a half a percent or one percent like that's like fulfillment for me like doing this like i I like to just like give tips and advice if you want to take it cool if it makes your life better that's like awesome like that's what i would like Mm -hmm. so i actually don't have this this question listed on our our wonderful notes here Mm -hmm. but what podcast do you think that would most resonate with that like the, what? Which that you guys have done? Like in because you guys have done this longer than us. You guys said you almost hit two years. Mm-hmm. So which, like, I don't know if you guys can think of one off the top of your head, but like, which one of your episodes do you think maybe would strike a chord with most people, or like struck a chord with you that you learned something new, or, or were able to take a different, uh, had a good takeaway from? Um. That episode with uh, Chase Tuning, I think, okay. was a really good one. That was actually one of our yeah, earlier it like, episodes. It like 28 or something like that. Yeah, him and his brother. What's the company that they own? Um, Everforward. Everforward. They they started like a um, clothing brand called Everforward. It's for episode their... Episode 26. Episode 26 on our podcast. Um, so they started a like, clothing brand called Everforward that uh, represents like their dad, I think. Like a yeah, saying yeah. their dad used to have. Go yeah. ahead and talk about it more. Uh, yeah, like basically, uh, ever forward, it's like something that they used to say in the military. And I guess their um, dad came home and he got ALS and like ended up passing away. Oh, man. And uh, they like named that like company after him. It's like clothing brand. It's like workout stuff. It's like just kind of like an all around company. But like they're mostly like in like the fitness industry and like the health industry. Um, but like it, they, I thought that was a pretty good interview. That's like one of the first ones that popped into my head, too. Um, but he's been doing this for like, a, he did podcasting for like years. So, and his is like pretty big too. So he's an interesting guy and he's like a lot of different perspectives on things. Yeah, he gave us a lot of insight to help us with our podcast and also like a, a huge background to inspire people, I think. So I think that was one of our more favorite episodes. Yeah, not not to like knock any like yeah. of our other interviews. Like I, I right, think like yeah. I, if I if I'd recommend anything, I would just like say any of our interviews would do great. Like there's like a lot of interesting people we've talked to so far. So I mean, but that I'd was say the one like that any stuck with you. Yeah, yeah, that's the only one that stuck with us because it was like one of our first ones too. I remember we had a Hafiz Waku on here. Uh, it was like I think that might have been like one of our first like six I episodes. Think, no, it was our fir- yeah, it was our first interview. Yeah. Our first, it was like our first interview. But he's an interesting character too. He has like the Roommates podcast, and uh, he wrote like a book. And uh, I, I didn't get to pick it up yet, but I hear really good things about it. And he's like just like a really smart, like down the earth dude to talk to. If you guys can, you guys could probably reach out to him and talk to him. He's, he'd be like a really interesting guest. We'll have to yeah. do that then. Yeah, how do you guys uh, end up uh, coming into contact with these people? So, I mean, like, people say it's hard to get in contact with people, but I feel like it's not as hard as people make it. Like, literally what we do, we, like, kind of, like, write up a little um, a little script but make it original to everyone that we, um, that we come in contact with. We'll, like, email them, or if we can't find their email, then we'll just look them up on social media and send them a, a DM. But, like, we'll just make up some type of script and just make it more original, like, you know, tell them that we like their content and stuff like that. And then we'll tell them a little bit what our podcast is about. And then we'll just ask them if they have time to come on. If they don't, then we'll just tell them, like, good luck with whatever you're doing. But um, uh, we'll just tell them, like, you know, if you want to come on, just let us let us know and we'll uh, try and set a date. So, I mean, like, it's not... We just we just pretty much interview a bunch of or not interview but um send messages to a bunch of people on email or DM and uh, if they if they come back they don't if they if they do then that's great for us um and for and for them because they get to share their story to a bunch of other people so we kind of just 
you know, to just tell them that we're trying to share their story with a bunch of others, and most of the, most people like it. We've actually gotten quite a bit of responses for the the people that we've emailed. To be honest, I mean, but if you email a lot of people and only get a couple of replies back, then that's still great right. because you know you get those couple of people to share their stories on your uh, on your podcast. So, um, what is Chase? Chase has actually. A, a ton of followers chase jr yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah, i mean like it's people with even with like thirty thousand followers that might reply to you or something on instagram so i mean it's it's a, it's a lot easier than people make it out to be i feel like uh you can right. pretty much get in contact with with a, a lot of people that you might not think you do you just have to try it and then if they don't reply they don't reply but i mean if they do they do so yeah and i feel like uh like dms work for some things like i wouldn't say like instagram like work too well I'm, I, you're better off on twitter podcasts like thrive on twitter mm. um so that's like the podcast social media if you guys get into that like heavily um and like you'll meet like a lot of interesting people just like if you put out like a tweet or like comment on somebody's tweet you'll get like talking to somebody and like these guys like or girls that you have like on your podcast like don't even have to align exactly with your beliefs but they if they if they have something like that you're genuinely interested in like listening to them talk about is like a pretty good start so like anybody you can think of off the top of your head that has something interesting to like talk about like in your opinion just dm them ask them if they want to be on your podcast like just say just be honest with them just be like hey we're starting out we wanted to get some like new interviews we're looking for like people that do like so and so like and just like something like that will like grab their attention but like i'd say like twitter dms uh email usually works if they're like really big like they have like a they'll have like a secretary basically yeah i mean like what i do is i'll go on their instagram and if they have an email like a contact with an email underneath it then i'll just email that instead of direct messaging them or something Mm -hmm. because i i would feel like it's more professional to get in contact with them via email instead of trying to flood their dms to try and uh, get a response but I also think it's um it's like depending on the person too. Like uh we I just DM Chase on like Instagram and was just like hey like no, we emailed him. Did we email him? Yeah, his wife's his. His, oh, I talked to, to I talked to Hafiz on Instagram. Yeah, that was our <laughs> first one. Yeah, and uh and he I was just like hey man like we just started a podcast like I I listened to their podcast they were on uh, Gary V's podcast one time too. Oh man. Um, at, yeah, so they got like half their episode on his podcast and they put the other episode on their podcast or something like that. But it was pretty cool. And uh, I, we talked about that a little bit in the podcast. But like just seeing how people's like personalities are like the, if they're like a pretty laid back person, you think you can just like DM them, DM them like mm. I, most I think most of our interviews are through DMs or like just like mutual friends or something like that. So, yeah. huh, that's funny because you, you think something like that, you'd be almost impossible when it's just you you just have to reach out and be like hey would you want to do this yes and then if they say no they say no so what yeah, exactly. but then it yeah, then it's the like the fear of rejection type of thing going on yeah yeah and you yeah. can't be like tied to the outcome like just right. if they say no cool just like brush it off next one like you you have a lot of people you like look up to or think are interesting so it's just like it's a, it's a numbers game basically so i'm, I'm gonna I, dm like, the rock <laughs> Go for it, man. You're probably better off emailing him, though. <laughs> yeah. 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 You might actually get him during this time. He's probably sitting at his house drinking tequila. Uh, yeah, he just Slow. released his new tequila. Yeah, and he had like people uh, like send him videos of them talking about it. <laughs> that would awesome. be one of the most like intimidating interviews. if somehow if somehow we ended up getting him he's like yeah sure i'll do it i'd be like oh god i didn't think he'd say yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) that that'd be a that'd be a a heck of an interview to have for sure i'd just be fan 
fangirling or fanboying all <laughs> all over them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's funny. Uh, that's sort of the same kind of advice that I've gotten for job hunting. Actually, it's just basically like, you know, just if you find somebody in your field, just uh, and you're interested and you want to know a little bit more about it, just shoot them an email because people who are passionate and excited about their work are generally happy to share that information with you. And so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny to hear that uh, come from elsewhere as well, because that's something that I sort of, uh, that I use. Anytime I get the chance, I'll uh, uh, talk somebody's head off about just emailing people, just emailing, emailing, emailing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think passion, you mentioned that. Uh, I think that's like one of the most like attractive things for people, like you, like not like relationship wise, but just like to attract like friends or like just like groups of people, like if you have like passion about something you talk about like people people will come and listen like regardless so Mm. so we're talking about uh life experiences or the value of experience so this kind of is i'm gonna go outside of the podcast now and it doesn't have to be like a sob story or like if it's a personal story you don't have to say it if you don't feel comfortable talking about it but do you have any like a one experience that sticks out in your head throughout your life now that really helped you and that you think could p- potentially help others? Ooh. Uh, that's a deep Ooh. question. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't expect that to be a question. No, see, I, I, uh, I, just, I just thought of it, and I was like, oh, I wish I would have wrote that Ooh. down. That way I could have primed you guys sooner for it. I, well, do you have I, anything you want to give them a second to think, buddy? Do you, does you have anything in mind? Yeah, well, I mean, I can think of a silly one that bothered that's me. Uh, so... I was in seventh grade, or was it sixth grade? I was real fat. <laughs> real <laughs> fat at this time. And I had real long hair. I have, I have, there's a sixth grade photo of me that I have, and I always keep it in mind whenever I think about, like, trying to lose weight or trying to lift, lift weights or what, mm-hmm. whatever. But I was at a fair in our, in our area, which is, uh, pretty. How would you describe it, buddy? Sparsely populated. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> all right. Fine. There, we, there, there's a fair around here that a certain kind of people go to. But I had long hair at the oh. time, and I was wait. Yeah. I, I was, was well. Yeah, I was trying to figure out the adjective you were fishing for. Country, yeah, affectionately. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> but I was sta- I was standing in line waiting to get on a ride, and this woman kept saying like um i don't know how it happened but she thought i was a girl okay yeah and i had i had long hair i guess i had big big man boobies at the time and just didn't make me feel good <laughs> uh. and so like that was that was a time when i was like all right i'm not gonna let someone call me or i don't want to be called that again or mistaken for that and so that's mm-hmm. when i cut my hair and decided i'm never gonna let my hair grow long first off but i'm gonna try to always be on the up and up on like my physical appearance and stuff not that you don't not that the physical appearance makes the person but that's what like makes me feel good yeah i I have a oh good i was gonna say and then that's what made me also discover lifting and then kind of just it kind of uh took on a life of its own after that coincidentally yeah 
I, I have a very, very similar story. And like when people ask me, they're like, what's your most embarrassing moment? I'm like, I'm not somebody who's like very embarrassed easily. Like I'll get red and stuff, but like, I'm not like, I don't feel embarrassed. Like if that makes sense. But like, I remember specifically, I think it was like 10th grade. I was telling Jordan about this the other day. We played a, a tip off tournament for basketball because we played varsity basketball. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like in 10th grade. I didn't play very much in 10th grade, which was cool. Like I played JV, but like, uh, the, like I got subbed in in a game. I think we were lo- yeah we were losing to like the the home the team that was hosting the tip off tournament like by forty. Like so I got in. I, I and as soon as I get in, they're like I, I had like a bowl cut at the time, and they're like bowl cut like the whole stadium like no <laughs> oh joke. My God. Yeah, but like 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 I when I was playing, I didn't feel embarrassed because like when I play sports, I'm like in the zone. Like yeah. I don't like pay attention to stuff like whatever. Like I I was only in for like three minutes, and like I, I tell people that's my most embarrassing moment, but it's really not. Like I I don't really care that much about it i think it i think moments like those kind of push you to be like a better version of yourself like like uh, i i was like always a skinny kid in high school like never lifted weights um like never really worked out i just went to practice and played sports like i was like one of those kids mm-hmm. and i weighed like maybe 120 pounds most of like high school and uh and people always used to be like oh you got like noodle arms and stuff like that and like i went to college still like didn't work out at all and like one of my friends was like hey you want to lift i'm like yeah maybe it's a good idea like it's just like puts like different ideas in your head that you can use to, like actually benefit yourself if that makes sense right mm-hmm. so and i look at my life now i'm like nutrition like fitness like doing personal training so like i feel like that that lifting might even be another example of an experience that like shifted my life in like a good direction if that makes sense yeah yeah hmm. Jordan, um, either either um, of you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, shoot, I'm trying to think. Uh, I, I mean, I could think of an experience, something that I did that maybe, uh, maybe, like I kind of regret now. If you want a story about that, that's fine. I mean, yeah. if you're if you're comfortable sharing it, go I mean, for it. Me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like it was just it was just with basketball, like the same thing with Brandon. But uh, I. Uh, I quit basketball in 11th grade, like in the middle of the season. Like that's the first time I ever like quit doing anything. And if I think back on it, I kind of, kind of regret doing that. You know, I, my friends played basketball with me my whole life and yeah, I didn't get to finish it out after playing pretty much every year up till 11th grade. So, I mean, I kind of regret that, but I feel like I also learned from that, that, uh, like to not, you know, not quit things because you might regret them down the road, just finish it out and see what happens at the end. So I, I still think I learned from it, even though it's something that I regret. I can relate to that one because I quit football after three weeks in eighth grade. And I remember, um, buddy, you remember this? Yeah. Cause we've, I, uh, our, our football coach, I thought he actually liked me too. And thought, I, I thought everyone thought that I showed promise and I still quit even though, I, I should have went on. So I learned to mm-hmm. not quit after that night. Then I decided to run cross country my junior year, and I wanted to quit that, but I didn't because I was like, I ain't going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like it just gives you the perspective, a different perspective on things. You know, like failure is not always bad. Like, um, like you learn, a, I feel like you learn a lot more from failure than you do from success, to be honest. Like, yeah. if you fail at something, then, you know, like you get to analyze what you did wrong or, you know, um, things that you can fix. And, uh, and it just helps you become better as, you know, as a person or as a businessman or whatever you're doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, And the branch off that real quick, I think that can go like in the, like anything, like how Jordan said, 
like uh like i quit basketball after my junior year after jordan quit like i finished the season and just didn't play my senior year mm. and like but I, I i focused on soccer so like it's not i took that extra time i had and like focused it somewhere else that was something i had like more passion for playing and actually like really enjoyed and and I, then i went on to like play in college because i got recognized because i spent more time like doing that thing so mm. i feel like you you failing at something or choosing not to do something you should also replace that time working on something else like Right. Just use your time wisely, I guess, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, that makes me think of uh, my senior year of high school. I I was playing football literally for a decade. That was like my 10th year of football. And mm-hmm. uh, after after that, I got, went to college and played D3 football for a year. And uh, sort of what you're talking about with uh, uh, just moving on to something you have more passion for is like I, I played football for a really long time. And I know what I liked about it. But once I just got into that college setting, it was like, it was a different game. Like, uh, you know, everybody on, if you ever played a sport, there's one guy on the team who's really good, but he's also like a major, major problem socially. uh, (laughs) So, so imagine if you took one of those guys from every single high school and then put them on the same college team, like that's what college sports is for me. You said that very nicely. (laughs) I remember remember we can't swear on the podcast. Yeah. 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 That's a good choice of words. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, so after playing like that 11th year, it was just like that did it did not feel the same as it always had. And so I was just uh, anyway. Yeah, they, uh, after that year, I um, I played rugby and started playing with a friend who I'd lifted with. And uh, the advisor was my chemistry professor who I liked. And it was I was just having a much better time playing rugby at the time than I was playing football. And so I ended up dropping football after my freshman year. So. But yeah, that, I think that ended up being a pot. That was a good thing to do, even though I had to give up something that I, I thought I, I thought I'd like football just because it was football and whatever. But it turns out there's a lot of different things in that mix that I didn't realize before. Yeah, and uh, branching out that a little bit, like I, I like I played D three soccer as well, and uh, and uh, they like the I like our team meshed real well, but I know the teams that we. Uh, we played against were uh, what do you call them social problems yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good that's a good description for sure uh yeah but i know like most of the teams we played had like people on like that like a lot of them too i'm like and i know the kids that we played against like in high school like uh, especially like the richer schools are like usually like a little bit more social <laughs> problems when you play against them and you're not coming from like a place of like money or whatever but like i know i played against a lot of kids like that so yeah, I was just saying that I was like lucky. I, I found like a group of guys like on my team that were like we all like just really meshed well together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so now that we've talked a little bit about life and our past lives and what we've, what we've learned from them, where what is your ultimate life goals? Ooh. Um. Uh, I have like it can it be more than like. Five. I can give him a second to think. Uh, All right, go, go for it. I, I have this running tally of things I want to do before. Mm. Like, is not it, like is a, it called not, a bucket list? No, yeah. it's, not, so it's, not, <laughs> it's not a bucket list per se because it's things I want to do but also like maintain. It's not like jumping out of a plane. You can just jump out of a plane and then be done with it forever. But, <laughs> and um, die. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, um, 
no it's like so there's little tiny things that i want to do that are, will require some degree of management but i think will help fulfill my life and a few of those things one of them is i want to be a football coach for a high school i think that'd nice. be pretty neat um i want to own a pet shelter because i love my cats and i love just i went to the pet shelter that we got one of our cats from and it was just being surrounded by cats has to be the best job ever so at some point or another i'm gonna have a have a cat shelter (laughs) uh yeah that's all that comes to mind right now but i I, I thought i had more i can i i i have a pretty good list for you then Uh, all right Cool. Wait, wait, let me go first since yours is going to be really long. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, um, so, I mean, like, to go along with what, what uh, Jordan said, uh, I mean, I coach high school soccer right now, but I'd, I'd like to kind of advance that into, like, a, maybe a collegiate, like, soccer coaching career. Mm-hmm. That'd be, I think that'd be something cool. I think college is probably, like, would be my favorite type of place to coach. I don't know if I'd be a professional sports-like type person. I'd like college more because you can actually you know like go out and recruit players like pick the players that you want and kind of like create your own thing so i think that's that's i mean you can kind of do that in in professional sports with like free agents and stuff like that but i like it more in college because you know you're not paying players like tens of millions of dollars to play for you but um uh like i'd like to do something like that also i have like things that i want to go see like i i, I want to go travel to like europe and stuff like that i've never been to europe i've never really even been out of the country to be honest mm-hmm. but um like i and i'd like to go see different parts of the world just to you know just to see what what it's really like in person instead of just seeing it on on uh on the internet all the time mm-hmm. yeah and uh to branch off that um uh i think like uh i you know the saying like knowledge is power um yeah like i think that's a very a very good statement because like one of my goals is like to be like wise and old like i want to be able to still do this like podcasting Mm -hmm. at at, like 80 years old and like but you know we might be doing it through like a hologram or something like that right but uh so i mean like stuff like being wise and old like being able to share what i've learned through life with other people and impact their life still doing like this like what we're doing now is like would be completely fine with me that's like a huge life goal um even if it's like on a different platform or something like that but Mm. And then, like, being, like, healthy and fit is, like, one. So I don't have to be, like, you know, huge or, like, the strongest man in the world or anything. I just want to be, like, in pretty good shape. Like, I can take care of myself. Um, Like, always be, like, no aches, no pains. Like, just being of good health. Like, good nutrition, good food. Um, And just making sure, like, my family's healthy and stuff like that. That's, like, a huge goal. And, like, um, my soccer coach in high school told me this. He said, uh, money doesn't buy happiness, but it definitely makes life a hell of a lot easier. Uh, (laughs) So... (laughs) So uh, that that's like always stuck with me. Like I don't want to be like rich. I don't have to be like all fancy and stuff like that. I just want like a, a decent house, like a decent car, and like just like a little bit of money to like saved over to do like little things that I want, like travel or like take a vacation, like just stuff like that. Like I don't have to be like oh buku rich like billionaire Brandon Golanka. Like <laughs> I don't need that. I don't need to be the monopoly man or anything. But like just just being good off, I think is um some, one of my goal or well off is a better word i guess um there's definitely one of my goals um and i think um i definitely want to say in my life that i've experienced a bunch of different things so like whether that be like different food different cultures um different things like i want to jump out of an airplane but i have a fear of heights so like i'm big on like conquering your fears and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so um i I don't know i just i just want to at the end of my life i want to be like yeah i lived a really 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 good life like 
way above average if that makes sense like just from like experiencing like so many different things like meeting a whole bunch of people like i'm not like a I'm not introverted, but I'm not outroverted, but I love people. So I like meeting like a bunch of different people. So if I can like travel, I think that, that that also would like open up like huge opportunities, just meeting like other people in different cultures. Cause I know just like playing a little bit of college soccer, you meet so many people from like different areas of the world. So like, I just think that'd be cool. So those are a, a rough, like quick cut of like my goals in life. Right. <laughs> so mine would be, so in high school, I was voted as the most talented. Nice. Out of our class. <laughs> so now I want to become the most talented in the entire world. So I'm going to go on to America's Got Talent, and I'm going to win it. I'm going to go on to Britain's Got Talent, and I'm going to win it. I'm going to go on to Korea's Got Talent, and I'm going to win it. My life goal is to go on to all the Got Talent shows and win all of them. I got you. I'll get I, you in. Let's go. <laughs> uh, no, that's a lie. <laughs> but I was voted most talented in high school. <laughs> no, so nice. my, my, mine's pretty much the same. I, I want to be well off money-wise. That would be pretty cool. Um, I would like to own a gym one day. Oh, nice. It would be cool if I could make it free to other people. Just because... So, I like... I like Mark Bell's gym idea, how he has a free gym for people. Mm-hmm. But it's only free on Saturday for like an hour, <laughs> from what from what I realized. I, I would like to own like an actual free, free gym, just because, you know, I feel like I've learned a lot through the gym. Gym has helped me get away. So I'd like to own a gym. Um, I'd like to be able to do some, sort, some type of acting. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fun. And I also want to have abs when I get older. Nice. At some point. You ever see? You, you ever see that picture of that like old guy? I don't remember. I can't remember his name, but he he's like seventy, but he's like ripped. Like and I, and I I don't know how, but he's just like in the like most fantastic shape for like any thirty year old basically. <laughs> but <laughs> but like. Uh, I, that's like a goal that I'd say that's a pretty good goal, but like having abs for sure. If you, if yeah. you most, most, most men over the age of like 50 have like beer guts or something like that. So I'm ahead on that trend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the day I get abs, that'll be the day. No one cares anymore. Officially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, I guess I should also say that I would also like to be well off. I, I don't know. I think it's important to have goals outside of making money and doing good things. Like, I, do I want to make a, money, a lot of money? Yes. And I. It like, almost goes without being said. Right, exactly. Kind of thing. And, like, I. And the thing I would really like to get into is nuclear policy. I think uh, nuclear energy has a. Has a uh, it should change the landscape of the the way we see energy in the world and all that such uh, because i'm i'm trained in that and i realize there aren't a lot of people to advocate for that sort of position so i think that's my pathway for that but i think it's also like all that being said i think it's really important to find other things in life that are that you know I, you can affect one area of life uh, you can affect far more than one area of life and for me just 
the simple joy of being able to teach people or being able to have lots of cats like that's <laughs> those two things those bring me so much joy and if i even if i did all the work i wanted to do in my career professionally i think i would be missing out if i didn't indulge in those in those uh relatively smaller smaller bits but i i, th I think that would be extremely fulfilling to me and but not all not contribute all that much to anybody else yeah and um and like the the like you said like uh, you want to have like a lot of cat or be like around a lot of cats like we giggle but like that's your like thing like i think that and i think that's cool like people have like different things like that if that makes sense like that make them unique like especially like if you would just go up to somebody like random in the street and just ask them what their life goals are and you got like something back like that you're like oh that's different that's like pretty cool be like joe exotic yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want to own tigers in texas <laughs> oh, man. okay uh i think we're ready to move on to the second part buddy what do you think yeah i think i think we're moving if through pretty good everyone can do me a favor because i forgot to do this at the beginning just clap mm -hmm. clap yeah just clap no like <laughs> 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 is that good <laughs> oh, God. I meant like that's got, a that's gotta go in like a slate <laughs> like a slate clap just one this, okay, one? Just, this one just the one just like does that have to be in like unisync no no yeah. just do it just do it yourself right. so I don't mess it up there you go perfect buddy <laughs> Buddy, dog, oh, great. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, no. He broke up. This is how how I. How does up a the clap audio. break up? I, I can't hear you at all. Go ahead, say something. Do something. No, oh. I can hear you <laughs> typing now. I can hear you laughing. <laughs> oh no! Clap. Hold on. All right, that'll work. I'll find that. <laughs> all right. I mean, it'll be on my recording. Yeah, but I mean, I won't come up on mine. I can do it. There we go. Perfect. Easy. Do you guys ever think about... Well, because Brandon, I know you post on social media a lot. Do you ever consider that someone is always watching? Yeah, for sure. Especially in this day and age. like um, You have to think about... Uh, this is like... A little bit off topic, I guess, but uh, remember, you know Edward Snowden, like who that is? Yep. Okay, oh, cool. Who, wait, who is that? Is uh, he's like the dude who like leak information okay, about like yep. the U.S. spying right. on people for like quote unquote surveillance or something like that. Um, right. mm -hmm. But basically, like you have to think about it. Do you guys like? Have you guys watched Black Mirror by chance? Yes. Yep. Um, have you guys seen the one Shut Up and Dance? I have. Yep. That's the one where the kid gets caught on his webcam. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I saw that one. Okay. Yeah. But basically, somebody watches like this kid and gives him demands, and if he doesn't do it, he's gonna like reveal his secret or something. Mm. Um, and like, just like you have to think, like especially with today's technology and cameras on everything, your phones, your laptops. Um, apparently, like when you talk about something, you'll get like an ad on your Instagram or Facebook about it in like the next fifteen minutes. So like they're listening to you like all the time. I feel like somebody's listening to you all the time. Like whether it's like technology. Um, and like people are definitely watching with like social media. I put stuff on social media. I'm 
like that's kind of why I want to do it because I use it as a way to potentially like grow like m my business like getting like new clientele and stuff like that so it, I think it's a good thing that people are watching but I also say it has like some drawbacks as well because right now you have to think we're in like the world of like information like this is the time where people know the most about m like things going on for like you know it's better than like reading the paper or, like hearing it on the radio like you can literally go at a like click of a button and learn about like what happened in Japan last year at like this specific time they're like whatever and it's like the Ch like uh new year or something like that for them like you know like chinese um china has like a different new year than we do yeah you like literally google that it's like at your fingertips like information is at your fingertips right now and i think it's like like i said before i think it's a good thing that people like see things going on or see you specifically um but there's also like drawbacks to that if that makes sense yeah mm -hmm. so you actually took that a different way than i intended but i liked it <laughs> <laughs> So I, I meant like, um, cause when, when I, when I first started working out, I didn't work I worked out at a YMCA mm -hmm. and I, I, a guy came up and to me and just complimented me. He's like, Hey man, I've seen you in here a while. Like, good job. Like, uh, you're putting up bigger weight than you did when you first walked in. That's kind of what I meant. Like someone, um, but, but what you said was also interesting. So we could go either way with this now. <laughs> uh, well, well, yeah, yeah. I think people are watching like at the gym, if that makes sense. Like I've had people come up to me saying like, oh, I see you're working hard or like, especially in like college, like in a gym, like a gym or a college gym, like everybody goes to the gym in college, like or at least a, a high population of the college does. So you get to like see people's like progress, like because I know, like, I see people, like, that I don't know, but I've noticed they've gotten, like, either, like, stronger or, like, bigger just out of, like, convenience of me being in the gym, if that makes sense. But I've had people come up to me, like, man, you're looking a lot, like, bigger than you were. Or, like, oh, um, you're getting, like, a lot stronger or something like that. But, yeah, basically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... The way this question was written, I was yeah. more like, I was thinking like God is watching, which, which is, <laughs> I, I, I was fair, but to take it yet a third, an, another completely different way. <laughs> no, that, well, I, when, I, when I wrote this question, I didn't, I was just thinking like, what else could we do? Maybe this would work. <laughs> so, so now we have big brothers watching, just a random guy, and also God is watching. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's let's go on let's go in the way of big brother is watching because uh that john snowden guy recently said i edward edward snowden whatever his name is Snow, <laughs> snowden he's a little important <laughs> uh, i was thinking of john snow from game of thrones yeah, yeah. <laughs> game of thrones yeah. also, also important <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> because he said um surveillance was going to be like more so than ever because of the coronavirus pandemic and that even whenever the coronavirus like plays its course, that the surveillance is gonna stay, wa like continue watching. So like, how much do you, how do you think that's that would affect us in like good ways and bad ways? Uh, uh do you want to go first, Jordan? Oh, okay. I'm, 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 I'm trying to think. I mean, like, I I think surveillance as in like not as in them watching us through our cameras and stuff like that, but maybe surveillance as in like. Um, like when we, when they first like release everyone back out into the public and like, uh, slowly stop the quarantine, maybe they can see like what areas are like more densely populated to try and keep people from, uh, you know, from 
trying to get back together too quickly like uh-huh. use things like that because i saw a picture on twitter like last night i think of uh they were using people's cell phones to see like or cell phone towers or something to see uh how densely populated like certain areas were when they're supposed to be in on quarantine and right. i think they can use that as ways to like you know just kind of get us back into public without uh risking too many people being in one area at one time and like maybe hitting a second wave of a spread but like uh I think I don't know. I just I just never liked the idea of like thinking of them watching us through our cameras and stuff like that. I just think that's the, too much of an invasion of privacy at that point. And uh, I don't know. That's just something that I wouldn't like about it. Yeah, but you also have to think we've lived in like a pretty unique period in time. Like I, especially you guys too, because you're like around the same age we are. So um, like I'd say like '90s kids. '90s kids lived in a very um, specific like era of time where stuff changed so fast. Like when we were we were born in 1995. By the time I I don't even know when the first computer was invented, but it was like within like the first four years of our life, probably. Well, no, there's computers before that. No, like I mean, like the first like like decent like a, desktop a computer, yeah. a like, a, yeah. like a home computer. Yeah. Home computer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, and just think about that. Like it may have been like the slowest piece of crap like ever, but that's like the first thing that we, where you can like go on the internet and start to like search things. Like, like the, the information just starts to expand from that. Just, just think that like we started our life with dial up, then it goes to like, you know, just yeah, regular but, uh, internet. Uh, Verizon Fios, like yeah. 5G, like all this crazy stuff that's coming out. Like there's apparently TVs out there like coming out that you can fold up and carry with you and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. like it's but, crazy but like, yeah, how they, fast technology's advanced. They made the the first touchscreen flip phone or whatever. Um, like, I, who was it? Um, was it like Blackberry or something? I don't, yeah, it might have been. I don't know. But like um, somebody made the Samsung. first... Was it Samsung? I think so, because Casey Neistat did a video with it. Hmm. Yeah, but, like, think about that. Like, we went from, like, like huge phones that we couldn't fit in our pocket to, like, phones we can touch on the screen and, like, we can FaceTime people and see them, like, face-to-face and stuff like that now. Like, you couldn't... You had to go to a pay phone, like, not that long ago, have a quarter in your pocket to be able to call somebody for five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I just think like we've been such through like a change in um, like technology and like how the world kind of like works and vibes that like I feel like we we're, we're, we feel kind of invaded because we, we, we lived in an era where it wasn't. But it's also like, ah, we, we, we're moving with the times. And then people that are born like now, like 2000s babies, like they're 20 years old they now. Won't even they won't even notice. Yeah, they, like they, they, they don't they don't they don't they don't care. Like most I would say most of them do not care. Like basically. I, well, I think most people won't nowadays, though, because you want your access to your social media and stuff. So nobody's yeah. going to get rid of their phones. Nobody's going to get rid of their computers <laughs> like. I feel like at some point people will just be like, oh, like, you know, whatever. Like, I can let them have access to my life. I don't really care. Yeah, and uh, when you go to, like, websites, they, like, track, they have cookies or whatever. They track, mm-hmm. like, certain things, like, uh, that you have, like, saved on your browser. That's really suspect, in my opinion. Um, because, like, think about it when you sign up for social media. You give your first name, your last name, like, uh, your birth phone date, number. phone number, email sometimes. Yeah, like, think about it in, like, I don't know, 40 years. Like, hey, we need your address, like... Um, like in like a bunch of like real like more personal information like down the line if that makes right. sense so like they kind of eased into it with your first name last name maybe your phone number or email well most times you need an email just to like log into anything which I mean isn't like a huge deal if it's like you don't use it for anything but like people who like keep stuff on their email whether it's like bills or like stuff like that if they can get like into your email through social media like think about like what um, like people could learn about you just from like that that's like kind of personal information I guess well, right. yeah, I I think about the uh, 
how many how many years ago was it Equifax? What was that? Two or three years ago? Literally half of the half of the population of America lost their bank information. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I I know it was emphasized, but I feel like it wasn't emphasized enough. And <laughs> I think um, Americans uniquely have this suspicion of people trying to get their information. And in European countries, not so much. And because it's becoming a more connected world, like you're saying, the kids aren't going to realize it's a problem. They're just going to say, oh, I need to get a Facebook. So let me give them my home address and my mother's maiden name or whatever. But it's it's weird to see that nobody it, since giving up our information makes life more convenient for us a lot of people are willing to sacrifice their security for that and mm -hmm. i think americans have been pushing hard pretty or pushing back pretty hard on that um but uh i think that is going away yeah and um to branch off of that real quick um you guys know what huawei phones are um, what is it, yeah, Huawei? Yeah, yeah, Huawei. I, I'm going to butcher this, like, completely, but, like, <laughs> I have, like, the premise. Um, but, like, basically, I think it was, like, either the Chinese government or somebody like that, like, they uh, they tapped into these phones and they could steal, like, a bunch of your information without you even, like, knowing. And, like, apparently they started to sell phones in America and then the government found out about it. And then, like, all, most of the world banned them for, like, the most part. But, like, think about, like, we think that we're... Um, like being watched and stuff, which we, I mean, we probably are like, regardless of like most people's opinions. Like mm. I don't, I, I think that like, imagine like other governments like Russia or like China or like these, like either communist countries or like they have like a different, like other than like a quote unquote democracy, I guess. Um, right. like somebody who has like most of the power in the country is like mostly in the government or something like that. So like, think about how much they do to these people, like to like listen in on them and stuff like that. Like we, we, technically have laws but I'm, I'm i'm not saying there are or aren't they're probably breaking most of those laws um <laughs> but yeah, so especially the government you have to think like people in power have power over like more information than you do if that makes sense for the most right. part for the most part right well, yeah i would argue that the, the american government uh adheres to most of the laws that it passes as far as surveillance but you're right as soon as the the chinese government is tied in so closely with the businesses that and the information that is going to those businesses is assuredly making it to the Chinese government, mm -hmm. uh, specifically in that case. And so, right. It's just, um, Oh, where was I going to go with that? I do not know. Oof. <laughs> oh, just... I lost it a hundred percent. Crap. <laughs> oh, this happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, can but yeah, so the, the the Chinese government has no isn't even pretending to follow the laws that the American government sets, and so their their ability to gain our information is uh, not impeded by laws at all. So that's just um, and a, a lot of people aren't taking that point seriously as far as um, their security is concerned. Yeah, and that's pretty much all I had to say. Well, I think. I think we're pretty good so far. Um, buddy, any final... Or Do you guys have any questions for us? Good. Um, what's... Well, since uh, Jordan said he doesn't, quote-unquote, have a bucket list, if you... Like, what's one extreme thing on your bucket list? Ooh, extreme thing on my bucket list. 
I want to wrestle in a professional wrestling ring in nice. front of in front of people. Mine is actually have really one s- match. Who would you want to actually... wrestle against? Uh, like, uh, like a professional? I don't know anyone. Anyone? Yeah. I. By the time that I would actually do it, it would probably just be a, another person, just like me. <laughs> um, if I had to pick one wrestler right now, who's in WWE, it would be uh, Daniel Bryan. Oh. Okay. Cool. Cool. Would you wrestle me? I mean, if you were trained, yeah, but you don't seem to love it as much as I do. I, I'm sure I could get into it. Mine's sort of of the same vein. I would like to be in an MMA, MMA match. I think that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> Gee, that's wild, I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I think that would be pretty sweet too, just to have one fight against like anybody of your choosing, like in the world. Like, I don't know. I'd want to fight Jordan probably. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thirty seconds. Cause yeah, this, this Jordan, not you, Jordan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I used to do I used to do some <laughs> MMA stuff whenever UFC was ga- gaining popularity. I used to like do MMA with my brothers in the yard, and <laughs> so I, that, that would be interesting. I always had it wasn't I, I had to come up with that on the spot, but now that I'm thinking nice. about it, that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> what's on your bucket list? I want to get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my ring, if my head doesn't hit the ring and I get knocked out, then I don't want to be in the match. Anything else? Um, what's 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 your dream podcast episode? If you could have like any guest on for both of you guys, what would you oh, think? Or one for each? It doesn't one matter. For yeah. Each, yeah. I never thought about something like that. <laughs> um. <laughs> Guest. Oh, Who would you want, Jordan? I'm, I'm, I'm cons- oh. I would, I, I want to. I don't think I've ever, ever asked you that oh, question. Man. I mean, I, I don't know if anyone specific, but it'd have to be some athlete or someone that I've looked up to, maybe, because mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm big in sports, so it'd have to be some athlete or some coach that I look up to that, um, just to get a little more background on them, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would yeah. want someone with a really outlandish idea, mm. <laughs> like, I don't know, I. The, the ideas wouldn't, or the ideas wouldn't have to like match up with mine. I think Joe Rogan would be to have him on the podcast would be in insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or someone like Gary V. I think that would also be really cool. That'd be pretty cool, Ian. Just because I feel like they could riff about anything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. I think uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson would be pretty cool too. Ooh, he <laughs> would be good. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, I'm trying to. I would say maybe Bill Gates, because he he's got his hands in a whole lot of different. I mean, he's he's all over this coronavirus thing. He's and he's got his own nuclear power company, or he's he's funding a nuclear power company. I can't remember which. Uh, but he's got his hands in a lot of pots, and I'm sure he's very mm-hmm. knowledge, knowledgeable about all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I mean, just to mention, I, I thought I heard he stepped down from Microsoft. I think he did. Yeah. Yeah, so he's a lot more time on his hands. You should go get him. Go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him up. Oh man, I actually, I, I, uh, there was somebody who was talking or, or was in the room whenever they were talking about uh, making small nuclear power reactors, and they're talking like there was like six accountants, all of them were Bill Gates, and sitting next to him, and uh, they're talking about 
um, funding research for these new reactors. And he was like, oh, this one's going to be, I can't remember the exact number, but it's like, uh, you know, $100 million or whatever. Mm -hmm. And accountant leans over to him, whispers in his ear, and he says, yeah, we can do that. Casually flex on him. That would be $100 million. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Anyway. Well, thank you guys for being on. Yeah, thanks yeah, for having us. Again. We appreciated you guys coming on our podcast also. Yeah. Uh, where can the people find you guys? Um, yeah, well, you can find our podcast basically anywhere. Um, we are on Apple, Spotify, Stitchers, um, what Radio Republic, or Radio Public, uh, I don't know, Spotify, anywhere, anywhere you can pretty much think of. Uh, if you just type in Secret Spice of Life in Google, it'll bring you to like whatever. So, well, we also have a website too, Secret. Spice oh, yeah, you can get to secretspiceoflife.com, and our all our podcast links are in there too. So, and on. Uh, Instagram, it's just Secret Spice of Life. You'll find us just well, by yeah, typing it in. Yeah, yeah, or you yeah. can put it's official SSOL. Yeah, that's our Twitter, official SSOL. Too. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's pretty much all the same. <laughs> same thing awesome. on Facebook. We have a Facebook group too, so you can just type in Secret Spice of Life on Facebook. Sweet. All right. All right. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Sure thing. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the J&J Connection podcast. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe to the podcast. They're available everywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on the socials. We're on Instagram at J&J Connection Podcast, Twitter at JJ Connection PO1, and Facebook at JJ Connection Podcast. What do you have to lose? Try it. You might like it.